What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday afternoons or Thursday evenings of Crimson Capsule episode, the longest running episodic program here on YouTube. Hey, man, check this out. We're going to get into the show, Pro Athletes and Their Wives. Um, this, this one particular athlete we're going to talk about, they're not married yet. All right. But they're going to get married. Uh, they're kind of already in the, I believe they already married. All right. Um, but, um, they're, they're known as a fiance, fiance. So, uh, Beyonce. Uh, but, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of these marriages and what happens and, uh, why I think if, if anything that I do in terms of going mainstream, uh, cause people were talking about mainstream, if anything that I would love to do in the mainstream sphere of the world of society is one day. And I've been putting this out there. I'll put this out into the world. One day, the NFL, the NBA, major league baseball, the national hockey league. All right. Um, all of you guys, MMA, UFC, the world wrestling federation or world wrestling entertainment. All right. Regardless, any of these organizations, I would love for you to bring me in. So I, so I can promote the free agent lifestyle to your gentlemen, all right? And the reason why I want to promote the free agent lifestyle to the professional athletes out here is because they have to understand that they they are high-value targets, all right? We're going to review several female athletes, sorry, not, not female athletes, male athletes who are at the top of their game only to be distracted by what you would consider an unchecked wife, all right? Mate selection here. And eventually, these guys end up getting robbed blind because of their choice to get married. Now, let me put up a statistic while we're in here because I want to put up the statistics uh, before we get in on with the show here. And I've done several shows related to this. So I would love it if the Net National Basketball Association all right, would come out and talk to the black coach. Maybe, maybe the NFL won't talk to me because I'm a black coach, Greg Adams. <laughs> um, in this situation here, look at the divorce rate of professional athletes. It is, it is dismal. Oftentimes, this is a powder keg for a woman who has done nothing all right you wasn't shooting me, with me in the gym she could walk away with half of the resources that this man mostly has used his body and worn his body down for uh and, and she walks away with, with the much of the pop and in the meantime before that previous to the relationship blowing up all right and being devastating previous to that that person was a major distraction not only uh on social media as we have today but also behind the scenes, all right, with management, uh, with the amongst the professional athletes and the other wives and all of that. Let me give you another point here. And I didn't put this clip up. But in the process of David Ortiz being elected and selected in the Baseball Hall of Fame just this past week, his wife's in court filing to reveal all of the money that she believed is hidden in their divorce. So on his biggest moment, on his biggest stage, this is the type of antics that I'm talking about. She can't put her own pride aside for one minute. She's got to get even and get every single penny from David Ortiz. He's being elected and selected into the Baseball Hall of Fame, and she is filing paperwork and getting him served to make sure he reveals all of the money. And I need to go ahead and put up this clip um, not a clip, but put up a uh, reference to this, David Ortiz, they, just so I can get you here. These are the type of things that we talk about. All right, let me see here. Wife um, wants hidden money. 
All right, let me see here if I can pull up an article related to this. Somebody sent me this here. Um, Here we go right here. Let's see here. This was five days ago. All right, five days ago. Uh, and I'm, I'm, it's a YouTube video, but I'll just show you here. Uh, What's going on, guys? I'm oh, it's Jada Black. Wow. I, it came up on Google. Shout out to Jada Black for covering this. All right, so it was the first link on the Google link right here. Former wife of ex-Major League Baseball tar. Uh, so this was five days ago. And so shout out to Jay the Black right here. Uh, go follow his channel. Um, as he's going into the Baseball Hall of Fame, she's demanding that he leaves the mansion and thinks he's hiding money. This is what I'm talking about. She's trying to. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> all right, so we won't play that video. But as you can see, oh, you didn't see it because I didn't share the screen. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams for not sharing the screen again. All right. Uh, so here it is right there. There's Jada Black. There he is right there. Well, that's not him. All right, but this is his video. There's his channel. Former wife of ex-Major League Baseball player David Ortiz demands he leaves his mansion and thinks he's hiding money. This was on January 29th, 2022. At least that's when the video dropped. And let's see the day that he was selected to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. All right, uh, David Ortiz selected. I'm sorry I'm going off of this. I wasn't prepared for this one. I just remembered. Let me see. To Hall of Fame. Let's see what date, because we were talking about January 29th. It was January 25th, January 25th. All right, so literally four days later, he gets the baseball call the Hall of Fame, and then three or four days later, it's reported she's trying to kick him out of his mansion. All right? God dang. And that's now, real. these things happen all the time, and they happen again. That This type of manipulation can go on, and everybody says, well, that's marriage and divorce. He probably cheated. He did this and that. There's all kind of excuses made for this type of foul behavior. But what I want to tell these young men, because you're such a target and you're such a you're you're an anomaly, meaning you're a superstar. You hit the genetic lottery in, in essence, and you have a once in a lifetime opportunity to be a professional athlete. Right. And so you don't know you don't have the experience with women. And sometimes you might get with the woman in your young age and she might tell you, oh, this is about love. If it is in love, why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on? my mind and if it is in love why does it hurt so bad make me feel so sad inside so he thinks it's love but later on she continues to ramp up her antics all over social media this could be any one of these particular wives and then cost him viewership cost him fanhood cost him marketing opportunities okay and so we're going to reveal this right now. Shout out to Leaf over there on the Super Chat. Thank you for your Super Chat. I have an idea that this is going to be a short show. <laughs> I was like, Emilio says, turn up your heaters to my Texas ham and eggers tonight. He says, take it easy on my fellow Red Raider Pat tonight, coach. He may not live the free agent lifestyle, but he got money. Shout out to Patrick. I got money. And the point of this show is I'm not trying to come down aggressively on Patrick Mahomes. Nearly or am I trying to come down aggressively on his wife, Brittany, or any of the other wives that I'm going to. I always just paint a picture for you guys to consider some things. Listen, I hope they are happily married. I hope the children that they produce turn out to be second and third generation football players or basketball players, and they can get whatever they get out of life i don't wish divorce on any of these men however statistically statistically we're talking about highly likely going to be a divorce i mean many of the athletes 
that I grew up watching. Many of the athletes I grew up watching, most of them are divorced. I mean, I mean, the ones you don't hear about, obviously, but most of the ones that had problems with wives early on or they had problems keeping their fidelity in their marriage or the woman started to try to seek attention, most of them ended up divorced. And it's okay. Even Magic Johnson's wife stuck around him, all right, through all of the mess that he was going on. Oh, by the way, there's supposed to be an HBO show with uh, highlighting the mid-80s Lakers. I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Not that they paid me for this one. I shouldn't even did it, man. Look, I don't give out free sponsorship, but I'm looking forward to that. Shout out to Swing Out Museum. Hey, coach and the coach gang from cold ass Dallas, man. Dallas, y'all struggling in Texas, and y'all keep telling me to move to Texas? Nope. Oh, my God. No, man. I can't deal. I can't deal, bro. All right, so let's get into the show. All right. Pro athletes and their wives, the unchecked behavior that continues to escalate. Patrick Mahomes. We're going to start with Patrick Mahomes since they are the cover people for this show right here. Let's go ahead and see right there, just so you know, 60 to 80%. And I know that's a wide range. They're like, is it 60 or 80? Well, you know, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Many of these athletes are going to be dealing with problems uh, in their financial future with women. I'm not moving to Atlanta either. Hell no. All right. So anyway, this is Patrick Mahomes and his wife or fiance at this particular point. They have produced a child, um, as you can see right there. And uh, I want to say they are married, but I'm not sure. Who knows? Um, yeah, I think they're just engaged at this particular point. Um, and she's causing a lot of stir amongst NFL fans. As you can see right here, um, you know, I won't diss looks. I won't diss any looks here. But um, as you can see, um, she's causing stir amongst NFL fans, meaning Patrick Mahomes is one of the players. He's like a Steph Curry. You can hate him, but you probably feel bad for hating on him. You know what I mean? Like Steph Curry, like why does he deserve hate? LeBron James tried to come at Steph Curry, and they tried to demonize Steph Curry, but you can't really demonize Steph Curry. It's Steph Curry. Steph Curry, he's just kind of like doing what he does. He just hopping, skipping along, throwing up floaters. You know what I mean? Like he just taking people's ankles, snatching people's souls. He winning. He drinking Cristal. He in the video dancing, shimmying. Yo, how could you hate Steph Curry? The same thing can be said for Patrick Mahomes. You can hate him for beating the pants off your team and making your team look silly and him having another comeback win, although he couldn't pull that one off against the Bengals this past uh, couple of weekends. But Patrick Mahomes is probably one of the most likable characters in the NFL. I mean, you like to see what he does. He's one of the guys, like, he... He, he goes against the grain of like, oh, man, like he, you, you can't not like the guy. I mean, he's great. He's great. He looks like a kid and he look, like he just looks like he's having fun out there. He's a he's a sandlot quarterback. You know what I mean? He's throwing the shimmy on the side. He throwing the sidearm. He throwing the, the he throwing the shovel pass. <laughs> but what's happening is. He's becoming unlikable, not because of what he does on the field, not because people hate him for his skill. He's becoming unlikable for one reason and one reason only. Okay, there's two reasons why he's becoming unlikable. Number one, his brother. His brother is really doing his damn, I mean, because Patrick Mahomes is just handling his business on the field. He ain't out here knocking up hoes. You don't hear him chasing. He's not really loud and boisterous and braggadocious. 
I don't like the fact that he runs towards the sideline like he's going to go out of bounds and then he don't go out of bounds and he keeps running and the defender's like, yo, I thought you were going out of bounds. You were giving yourself up. I don't like that. And my team's got to play him twice a year. So I really kind of just cover my eyes when he's on the field. But his brother is mad annoying to a lot of people. And not only that, his his wife, his fiance, and the brother are a tag team. <laughs> Somebody said, you mean his sister. His brother and his fiance are a tag team on social media, meaning wherever you see one, most of the time you see the other, especially at games. And so they always out in the front. They always acting up. They always recording videos and they're getting Patrick Mahomes in trouble. So he's he's with this high school sweetheart, as you can see right here. I hope you guys can see this. He's with his high school sweetheart. That's her in high school. That's him looking really, really young. I'm not sure if that's freshman year or junior high school year. What year is that? All right. He looks really young here. She actually looks older than him here. All right. And so um, as they went along, they became high school sweethearts. It's a it's a loving story. It's a great story. It's a great story. And here she is looking like a uh, iron. Boy. Hey, look at it. Hey, it is what it is. She, they went to college together. They went to the prom together and all that stuff. And then she got her ring. So it is what it is. You know, I'm not rooting against them. But I think he needs to get this person in check. He needs to get this person in check because it's going to cost him marketing opportunities. It's going to cost him scholarship, not scholarship. It's going to cost him potentially half of the, what, $300, $400 million this dude's about to own part ownership into the Kansas City Royals potential ownership into the Kansas City Chiefs at some particular point. The guy could be Hall of Fame material in the next couple of years. He's already been to two Super Bowls, should have been to three. All right. He's already won a Super Bowl. I mean, come on. How can he lose? Well, this is how he can lose right here. He's not keeping these two in check. And oftentimes his off the field behavior, he's quiet. But these goofs, these goofs off the field behavior seem to precede Patrick Mahomes. Now, some people might say, man, come on, man, live and let live. <laughs> the problem is you don't see. This is why I need to be talking to these NFL guys. The problem is this has already happened before. Women before, wives who don't do any dribbling, they don't take any uh, tackles, they don't throw no balls around the field, oftentimes step in front and think they're just as valuable to these organizations and to the world. Oftentimes bringing um, bringing the athlete himself down. This happened to one, even Kobe Bryant kind of experienced this. Okay. And if it doesn't go, and if it goes further than that, then you have a Tiger Woods situation. Then you have a Kevin Garnett situation. Then you have a Scottie Pippen, Larsa Pippen situation. After, after, after the athlete retires, then this person starts kicking up dust. Okay. And so she always got to be out in front. She always got to be all up in the videos, dancing, come to death row. And so watch, watch here, here. We're not going to talk about buying 40s today. All right. Uh, let's see right here. This is what's happening now. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' fiance is making Team Britney shirts for charity after celebration backlash. We'll talk about the celebration backlash here in a second. But she's selling these shirts or somehow, I don't know if she's selling, I don't know what she's doing, giving them away. She basically has a social media following in which, because she's receiving a lot of hate, and I'm sure because people are going to watch this video if she watches this, hello, Brittany. Um, she believes people are hating on her for no reason. Nope. 
but she's out here selling t-shirts and she's giving the proceeds back to anti-bullying campaigns, anti-bullying campaigns, because she's being bullied on the internet. <laughs> oh my God, dude, you can't make this up. Instead of taking a backseat, instead of taking a backseat and letting Patrick Mahomes does what he does, she got to be out here shining. She got to be out here in front. She got to be out here doing Team Britney shirts in the Kansas City Chief colors. She's already displaying signs of narcissism, and this is all alleged, signs that she needs to be out in front. Just wait till the marriage crumbles. You're going to see a horrible representation of this person. So I'm giving Patrick Holmes a little bit of a head up. So this is these are just some of the things that she's involved in. She's constantly, I don't follow her, but she's constantly posting herself and her stuff online. This is her after, I believe, the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills game that they won, I believe it was a major comeback or something like that. So this is her popping crystal, and she's going to pour it off on the fans below, which some people said the fans were enjoying it. Some people say the fans were pissed. All right, there's a definite mix here, but check it out here. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Apologies for the volume for the people uh, listening in headphones right now. So she got to whoop it up. She got to be sitting all in the press box. She got to be, she got to be, you know, doing the, what did they used to call that? Look at man. You know, she got to be dressed all in the big old yellow peacoat. Like, what in the world, bro? Like, I don't know, man. I, it seems like the fans below are not really pissed about this, but it just doesn't look right. She ain't throw no touchdown. She ain't throw Nan touchdown. She ain't run Nan yard. She didn't dodge Nan defensive end. Nothing. But now he's going to attach his life to this particular person. People gave her significant amount of hate for that particular moment. Here's another one right here uh, where it says, uh, let's see here. This is her talking-ish. Yo, this is, bruh, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I believe, I believe that if you ain't shooting in the gym with me, you do not need to be this damn visible. You do not need to be this damn annoying. You ain't doing nothing. And you talking about us. She's we, and we won, and we did this, and we did that. <laughs> what? This is what I'm talking about. So people already can see that th- these are just some of the particular videos. All right. And so in the back, I believe this is um, Travis. Wait, sorry. Travis Kelsey's. I believe that's his wife is in the background. They two are kind of two peas in a pod themselves. So this is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. A lot of people are now celebrating when Patrick Mahomes loses because of Brittany and Jason Mahomes. 
not because of Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think this is going to be good for him long term. Um, she's also sparked some controversy for some racial tweets. This was early in two, uh, 2021. As you can see, why are you? Why is my wife? My pro, I, I'm making, I, I, I'm, I'm a legend already. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm headed to legend status. Why is my wife showing her ass on the internet? I literally don't get it. I, I mean, listen, it's a new world, guys. This is why it's hard for you guys to get control, get, get your girls in check. All right, there's no Patrick Mahomes can't even do it. So this is her supposed racial tweet. Uh, it says here, just hit the Quan with some black girls. My life is complete. My life's complete. Just hit the Quan with some black girls. My life's complete. And then another one, last time I was rubbing lotion all over black guys. Um, and so these tweets came in from 2014 and 2016. Obviously, she's probably was probably in high school. She probably was in high school, maybe early college. All right. I don't consider this racial. It's it definitely reeks of she comes from a small town, right? Um, she came from a small town, Tyler, Texas, or around that area. And then she finally got on campus and was able to do her TikTok Quan dance. And, you know, she's probably always wanted to do that with black girls. All right. You know what I mean? It wasn't a racist tweet. And it says racial tweet. All right. Let's see here. Any other antics that we need to cover here? Let's take this down. Oh, here we go. The whole world is rooting against the Chiefs because of how annoying his brother and his wife are. See, they're not rooting against Patrick Mahomes. This is why you got to be careful. She's showing too much of herself, and it's going to make this is Patrick Mahomes' brother. I guess he went to a restaurant in Kansas City and expected them to roll the royal red carpet out on, for him, and they didn't, and then he tried to go and diss him on social media, and they dissed him back, and everybody loved it. He can't even get control of his own brother. I think the brother is six foot seven, but he don't play no ball, right? You know what I mean? It says Patrick Mahomes knows he does not have to hang out. He says, wait, Patrick Mahomes knows he doesn't have to hang out with his idiot brother, right? Um, They all up in the videos. They all up in there singing, dancing, come to death row, right? This is his brother right here doing all kind of uh, TikTok dances. And I guess he did it on the Sean Taylor Memorial with the Washington Redskins and everybody dissed him for that. And so this is what's happening. I think Patrick Mahomes, as good as he is on the field, he's letting this thing really escalate off the field. And it's going to bite him in the ass. This is why I have, this is why I have to get to these pro athletes somehow. All right, and let them know. All right, why are Brittany Matthews and Jason Mahomes so disliked among the NFL community? They're causing, they're causing, they caused everybody to be a Joe Burrow fan, right, this past weekend. All right, they were hyped that Joe Burrow was the one out there winning right there. And um, it is what it is. So you can read those articles there. Let me see if I'm still talking about them. Uh, here's another one. Patrick Mahomes' fiance fires back at critics at her celebration antics. Um, and so, you know, they're they're just too visible. They're just too much in the front. There it is right here. Who is who is Jason Mahomes? They're too much out in the front for doing what? Mm. Like, what are they doing? Like, what are they known for being social media people? Um, and it's it's kind of sickening. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are rooting against them, unfortunately. 
uh, because of these two. It's not because of what he's done on the field and how he loses. It's simply because uh, they're out there putting themselves out there on front. This is the brother doing a bull ride with a Becky with a Patrick Mahomes jersey on. <laughs> oh, man, almighty. Six foot seven. Hey, guys, be tall, right? We all want to be tall. How about being six foot seven and doing absolutely nothing? All right. Mm. You're on TikTok dancing. All right. And he getting some Beckys that are wearing it. They really want to be with Patrick Mahomes, but they'll take him as a runner up. All right. Let's see here. Uh, here they are right here. See, this is what I'm talking about. Patrick Mahomes right here. He doing all the work. And these two are riding his coattails. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Oh, it's just that, you know, this is what we're talking about with the athletes. And I think Patrick Mahomes is all of 25 years old. He don't have the ability to check these people, but he best check them or he going to wreck himself. Sad reality. Sad reality, man. Uh, and, and guys are just too afraid to check wives, man, these days. Uh, or girlfriends or, or brothers or family members. This is going to be, I tell you, man, this, the true Hollywood story on this one. Is going to be sad. He needs to cut all of them. I, Patrick Mahomes. I know you guys are listening. Brittany Mahomes and 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 uh, the brother Mahomes. Hey, Patrick, you need to cut them right now. I'm gonna for your career. This is the best career advice I could ever give you because I can't tell you uh, how to fake running out of bounds and keep running down the sideline, cheating the rule. All right, fake slide. <laughs> yeah, you beat my team a couple of times, but let me give you let me give you some advice. Cut their asses right now. Cut them off. The best thing you can do in your life, you will never regret this decision. Cut their asses off, period. If you don't cut them off, that last Super Bowl you won will be your very last. Trust me. It will be your very last. You won't get another one. You won't get another one. Kick them out of your life. You got to cut them out and cut this girl off right now because, look, you're making $300, $400 million allegedly. If, if you don't, you're going to be like Steph Curry. We're going to talk about that slightly. I'm mean, not going to go into it really deep. You're going to be like Steph Curry in which every day you spend, stay with her, she gains another million dollars. Every year she spends with Steph, he owes her $330 million or something crazy like that. Cut them off. <laughs> Cut them off. Clarence Gaston. Gaston says, what's up, coach? He says, this five for the Porsche, five for the puppies, and five for the feet. Shout out to the coach gang and all the bleach blondes at Brigham Young. Brigham Young University. Brigham Young. Brigham Young. Yes. Yes, sir. You can't go wrong there. You know what I mean? You can't go wrong. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> yeah. Somebody says, he, yeah, they said he already had it. She already had his baby. It's a wrap. I mean, man, and I, I get it, man. This is going to be supposed to be a great love story. This is going to, it's already disastrous for you. DGC more. Thanks you brother for being here. Ladies love cool. See if even athletes get married to their high school and college sweethearts, once their career is over, so is the marriage. Even goats will get divorced. I mean, Tom Brady, he was on the verge of divorce and he'll probably the divorce clock is ticking. Guys, when the when the marriage and when she says this, I'm not happy. it's already ticking. <laughs> I can only imagine what Patrick Mahomes has to deal with. He's running away from 250, 300, 280 pound linebackers all game. 
he's dodging defensive ends that want to rip it, rip him apart. You know what I mean? He's out juking safeties and quarterbacks that want to take his head off. And then he has to go home and listen to these two bozos. I would be like, <laughs> look at like straight bozos. I saw it coming. That's why I went. So, hold on. Let me do it right quick. Looking like straight bozos. I saw it coming. That's why I went so low and kept on stomping. But y'all fools move straight out of Tyler. Living with the whites, one big house and not another Patrick in sight. I started off with too much cargo, dropped two goons. Now I'm making all the dough. These games just ruling. A brother with attitude, who you fooling? Y'all clowns just phony. I put that on my mama and my dead homie. All right, that's what he need to do. Shout out to Ice Cube and No Vaseline so I don't get the copyright. <laughs> I don't get the copyright. Let me see. He's uh, it, Even if, the, uh, yeah, I mean, so Andrew says, Coach, yesterday's blue chip mindset stream, yet again, exceptional. What are your thoughts on marriage being temporary strategic alliance? Well, I am of the opinion that dudes, dudes overall, some of the most successful men end up being married right uh but it has to be under a business arrangement strategic alliance and so if she there's no agreement there's no understanding it's not in the skip bayless type of hey look you ain't gonna be number one see in this situation right this this is not a strategic alliance this is a foolish alliance because patrick mahomes is doing this out of loyalty right he's doing this out of loyalty. so he's going in well you've been with me you've been my ride or die since ninth grade all right or eighth grade or whatever however they've been together long right and so he's doing this out of loyalty. He's going to get screwed on this one. It is just what it is, but he'll be okay. All right. Strategically, uh, marriage has to be a strategic alliance. And this is why you have to be the blue chip mindset. If you don't do it and you do it for love, you're going to get screwed. I mean, it is what it is. You're going to get screwed on it. You're going to get screwed. This is why you have to have a blue chip minded person, not a straggle daggle, not a hopeless romantic, not somebody from the Comunidad that's and not from not even from the Ling Ling that's going to move their family in. You literally got to be like, nope, this, this no, uh -huh, nope, nope. It's going to be this, 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 this. You got to negotiate prior. You got to be negotiate prior and it has to be ironed out. All possibilities have to be ironed out before. Also, you guys talking about having kids and passing on your legacy. I've been telling you, you can have a co-parenting agreement prior to impregnating a woman. Like, so before she gets pregnant, if you just want to just have your kids and and be like, all right, I know we're not going to really be together and you just got to have the kids. I know people are like, that's not the proper way to have the kids. Most kids are born that way, especially in the community. So save it with the morality. Most people are born out of wedlock in the community. I mean, it ain't even close. So save your morality. Put your Bible thumb. Stop thumping your Bible. You can thump your Bible and you can do this. But uh, all I know is Adams 316 says, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> all right. Uh, most people are born out of wedlock. Most people carry before they marry. But you can have a co-parenting agreement before you knock up a woman. Meaning you can come in there and say, it's going to be 50-50. We're agreeing to have a kid or we're fornicating just in case we do have a kid. This is the agreement. So she can't take your ass in and play these reindeer games after the fact. Right? And so you can do that. That's a strategic move. 
there's still going to be child support. You can't you can't write up right out against that. But most people won't do this. Right. So what most people will do is they'll get into the problem like they'll impregnate the woman or they'll go into the marriage and then say, hey, let's put a post nuptial agreement. Well, you lost leverage. You lost leverage. Right. Because all she has to say is no. Right. No post nup agreement. Same thing with ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. I don't know what their agreement is. We just don't know. But we always know these celebrity marriages and parentages don't work out. Statistically, they don't work out. They end up in disaster. All right. But they're going to give it a try. It is what it is. Um, But one thing I'm going to add to that is that she has the leverage. And um, once women have kids, one, you guys don't know this, you legacy guys. Once women have children, let's go ahead and look at that. They learn the true definition of unconditional love. Okay. Somebody says she got more money than him. Well, that, that means she has more power and influence to keep remove the kid from his life. All right. He'll have he'll never probably have to pay child support, but she's gonna have the leverage to block block access to that kid. Women learn the true definition of unconditional love once a baby passes from her body, right? And so how it works is in your sackage, there is the life force, your seed. Your seed is very expensive. You can't sell it on the open marketplace as expensive, but once it impregnates an egg, all right, very expensive to you, very much expensive to everyone else. And even if you stay together, the child is expensive. So you impregnate her with your life force from your body then you put it in her body which the egg is waiting like this doing nothing all right she does nothing to pass the egg she does nothing to make the egg awake all right it just passes through her body every month like a cycle okay but you do a lot of friction a lot of up and down a lot of pulling and tugging pushing and shoving to get your life force to activate and push through from your body into her body and then the life force meets together with her egg that's waiting like this. <laughs> and then once it once she's impregnant, once the life force is joined together, you create DNA with her. The DNA is shared sitting in that egg. Your DNA is in your life force. You guys merge together and create a child. You both create a child. And then as such, then she incubates the baby. She does nothing to do the incubation. The process happens within her, whether she does anything or not. The only thing she has to do is wake up, right, and not mess it up, meaning not smoke and drink and West Coast and not floss and not get banged out and gang banged or whatever it is. She does nothing. It's kind of like your heartbeat. You don't even have to think about it. Your heart does the beating itself. It is an autonomic response. It's like your lungs. You breathe and contract. Your lungs is an autonomic response. Having a baby in your body is an autonomic response. It, all, it happens automatically. Okay, so you do nothing but wake up. All right, a lot of people give people too much credit for this, although I won't, I don't want to pass a baby through my body. I don't want to host it either. However, you created this life together with her, meaning you have rights. But what tends to happen is when the baby comes out, when the baby comes out, she thought she wanted unconditional love from you, but she now has gotten unconditional love in a way 
that that child is going to show her that's going to trump any love that you can give her. See, you were both in love to create that child, but then she's going to discover real love. <laughs> You're going to discover, she's going to discover real love. That, that attachment, that attachment to that body, to that woman, that child's going to be dependent on her. It's going to cry out for her because she is the nurturer now. Nature has provided her all the tools to be the automatic nurturer. As the female animal, like all female animals, I'm not calling her a female animal. I'm just saying all female animals like this. So you created the life you gave her your life force and you put it into her and she's going to feel unconditional love. And then what's going to happen is she's going to figure out. I don't need you. <laughs> I don't need you. And then she praying mantis you. So this is what happens. You need to counter against that by having a cohabitation agreement. I'm sorry, a co-parenting agreement. Anyway, this is biology by Coach Greg Adams, and this 100% the truth. All right. What did I, if any, I know people are mad at this because you've been taught something else, which is not true. Any biology class will tell you, I'm close to true than what you believe women are creators of life no they're not they are not <laughs> i mean it's i can go to a biology 101 class open the book up and it will not say that trust the science it does not say that <laughs> it doesn't say that they are create a damn thing so it is what it is all right and i'm not taking anything away from them they incubate and they host the baby they pass it through their body absolutely it is a much needed process. Just the same as I needed to pass my life seed from my body. That was an incredible experience for do. <laughs> you know what had to happen for me to pass my life force through my body? I passed out like this. It was just, just even getting to the part of creating the life was a miracle. <laughs> if we want to talk about the miracle of creating life, I got between her legs. It was a miracle. You know how hard it is to get in between a woman's legs and then go raw dog in her and then bust up inside of her enough to create the life. And then the lottery ticket it is for her to get pregnant by me, by all my eggs women to her egg. Roar. <laughs> that was a miraculous event. It's even more miraculous than her passing the baby to her body because guess what? 80% of women that have ever walked this face of earth have done that. Not every man has impregnated a woman. <laughs> That's This is why, okay, disclosure that. This is why people hate me because I go against the narrative. Matter of fact, you can't, dis, you can't disregard anything that I'm saying here. Everything that I've said right now is true. I know you don't like it. <laughs> it's facts. What I'm saying is facts. The likelihood of me getting a woman pregnant is a miracle. And by the way, <laughs> so I said we don't hate you, coach. By the way, one more part of this is, do you know what it, I mean, listen, how many, do, how many of you guys have shot up the club? Let's just call it this, that. <laughs> 
How many guys have literally got a chance to shoot up the club? How many times have y'all shot up the club? You mean you roared in some woman or you roared near her body. You roared near her lower body, her torso. Like, think about how many times that you could have got a woman pregnant and it never happened. Some of you guys have roared near 50 women, roared near like or 50 times per woman or, you know what I mean, in any relationship you had. You could literally, if, if it was easy to have a baby, y'all would have 100 babies by now. You would have 100 babies by the time as you could think about how many times you went up in someone raw, roared near her, on her stomach, her thigh, down her gullet, inside her, and you literally sitting here with no babies. This is how miraculous it is for your, just to get the pregnancy going. It's miraculous. It's more miraculous than her passing the baby through her body, which is a miracle in itself. <laughs> Let's put things into proper perspective for a second. Just to get access. Hey, one more thing. I know we're going all over the place. This is going to be a long show now. This is what happens. Yeah, all the plan B, all the all the uh, the injections she got in her arm, all the birth control, and you still got her pregnant. I was going to make another point. I forgot it. <laughs> Y'all be Sean Kemp out here. Anyway, let's go on. I was going to make another great point, but anyway, I got distracted. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> so anyway, man, just, you know, wrap it up. Oh, 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 this is the point that I was going to make. It's just miraculous that many of you guys have been able to get a woman to lie down on her back long enough for you to try to impregnate her. Just think about it. Anytime a woman chooses you to lie down with, she chose you over many guys that day. Yeah, all the pullouts. So just, just you getting a woman <laughs> to lie down on her back long enough for you to mount her is a miracle in itself. Just think about all the guys walking around here, virgins, or guys that are sitting there, um, you ain't never had a woman, or you only never had more than three women. Most men don't average more than six or seven men, women in their lifetime. All right, some dudes, are if they get married young, they only going to have one or two women. So anytime, a, this is why I always tell you guys, anytime a woman gives you her body, I mean, you even if she's a big old 304, you should be like, damn, I beat the odds like, I beat hella odds to get here. I always think that. I'm like, she could be laying down for anybody right now, especially if you literally sitting around here. <laughs> if you sitting around here and she just buzz you, hey, what you doing? Let me slide through. You're like, what? Lay up. She could have picked anybody, bro. She could have did like this, walked outside. She could have went into a bar. Anybody. But she picked you. That is a miracle in itself. Especially for most of you guys. It's a super duper miracle that you got one woman to let you. Not only that, you went in there raw. She didn't tell you to put the Jimmy hat on. Miracle. So let's put it in a proper perspective. Ladies, the process of childbirth is way more miraculous than you birthing the child. <laughs> <laughs> This is why they hate me. This is why they hate me. 
Yeah, it's a trap too. <laughs> Anytime you let they she let you slide up in there. Look at Lola, any any mini mighty mo. Women can just be like anybody, anybody. You know her phone is full of goofballs, simps, beta male orbiters, chats, tyrones, and she called you. And that's you. What a miracle. Just be happy you were there. Matter of fact, there could have been chances he already was with somebody earlier that day and you the second guy. It happens. <laughs> just be literally, just literally be happy that you got the chance. Most guys ain't never touched a woman in their entire life. Have you got, you guys understand that? Most men have never touched a woman. Most men lived and died never touching one. So be Let's be happy, and this is why I don't diss women. You know what I mean? Like, they come over, they give me their body. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. You're welcome back anytime. You know, listen, no need to call you names. You know what I mean? You can leave now, though. You can definitely leave now. I really don't need to be talking to you. I mean, that part right there, we're done. However, thank you. I really appreciate you and everything you do. I got money. <laughs> they get a hug. I smack him on the butt. Thank you, man. I mean, look, you could have you could have been anywhere, but you chose to be with me. I really appreciate you. Give him a little <laughs> thank you, baby. You know what I mean? I could have been watching prawn tonight, but here you are. Just be grateful. You know what I mean? <laughs> she could have picked anybody. <laughs> anyway. We're having fun here. What do you think? Hit the like button. Let's hit the like button. Let's go on here. <laughs> Let's see here. And I didn't even have to lie to get here. All right, let's give you some other examples of situations this happened to you. Um, here it is right here. Jason Kidd's wife. Here's another example of a pro athlete's wife who went cray-cray, all right, during his playing career, causing all kinds of distractions. Ultimately, they end up in divorce court. She alleges that there's domestic violation and he still got coaching jobs. I don't know, man. This black coach still got coaching jobs. I ain't even going to touch that subject again, even after suplexing his wife, allegedly. All right, good for him. But they called his wife Hurricane Jamana. They called his wife in the NBA circles Hurricane Jamana. This is how bad she was putting herself in the front, similar to Patrick Mahomes' wife. She's doing the same thing. So, again, this is the point of the show. This ain't nothing new under the sun. It says in the locker room, the New Jersey Nets used to roar with laughter when one former Net would mumble his nickname for the wife of franchise star uh, Jason Kidd, 5-0. They would call her 5-0. That was her nickname. The players called Jemana a reference to her husband's jersey number and her perceived pen, uh, penchant for finding ways to clandestinely monitor kids and his teammates. It's a reference to the police. That's what that's a reference to. Jason's kid number wasn't 5-0. It says, he say 5-0 was out in the club with us last night, another player said. It says, across the six years, uh, across the six years with the Nets, Jason Kidd had been the face of the franchise raising out of, okay, we don't want to care all of that. Besides him, his wife, an ex-Budweiser model, turned NBA TV gadfly, pushed for her own platform of power. She had front row seats across from the visitor's bench at the Meadowlands, several rows in front of the rest of the players' families. 
The cameras loved her. After her husband, uh, she was one of the Nets' most famous figures at or in Metropolitan New York. And it says right here, and to get Jason to resign with the team in 2003 over San Antonio's offer to keep him happy, they're included in understanding that is that it meant meeting the demands of his wife. The Nets had to bow to her whims and wishes as one of as and as one official side, we usually did. Now, let me give you some in, in, uh, incidences in which um, she put herself out in front here. Let me go down just a little bit. Let me go down just a little bit right. Uh, hold on for a second. Okay, she was banned right here, right for now. During the divorce, she was banned from the Continental Airlines Arena and uh, the Nets practice facilities. And her husband and wife had taken out restraining orders. Let me see here, right here. Oh, right here. At one time, she was a regular in the Nets marketing meetings. This is what Patrick Mahomes has to look, look forward to. See, Jason Kidd's wife thought she was so important that she would be in the Nets marketing meeting. Everyone had to sit and listen to her ideas. She never did get the carport constructed for players' cars at the practice facility, but she did score a players' family lounge to use on game days. Listen to this. Her front row seat led, to her, uh, led her to tell employees that she was a great benefit to the Nets on game nights, that she served, in her own words, to quote, distract, unquote, other teams because her seats were across from the visitor's bench. So she's worried about distracting the other team by sitting across from the visitor's bench. This is how psycho, and this marriage ended in divorce. All right, let's go ahead and give it the... So this is what we're talking about here. This is why NBA players, NFL players, you need to listen to me right now. This is going to be Patrick Mahomes. All right. Um, another story is right here. Aisha Curry. Okay. We're not going to spend a lot on this because we've talked about this and we've beaten this dead horse, but we all know what happened. She put herself out there in front. I need attention. I wish I had some attention. Uh, let me give you an idea of what happened. She brought this issue up or it was revealed to the world. And as you can see now, it's not enough to be a wife and just happy with you being with arguably one of the best players in the NBA, if not the best in the last 10 years, uh, performance championship wise, scoring wise, record wise. All right. You got to be out there on a platform of thoughtery yourself. It's not enough. It's not enough. So he can't even get it. And not only that, his mom is in this situation now. Right. And his dad is out here in the junior college. Well, when she revealed, I'm going to give you guys an indication. When she revealed that she was not happy. I'm not happy. Because Steph was getting attention from NBA, uh, you know, uh, you know, roadkill and thoughts and lot lizards. And what she did, the timing wise was interesting. She revealed this May 18th. I'm sorry, May 10th. 2019. May 10th, 2019. I don't know if you guys know anything about May in NBA circles. That is the playoffs. So this is revealed in the middle of the Houston Rockets, Golden State Warriors basketball semifinal for the Western Conference. And additionally, 
the Golden State Warriors won, but there was a big firestorm. They then swept the Western Conference final. But guess what happened? They lost in the final. They lost in the final to the Toronto Raptors. So this is what Steph Curry's out here doing $200 million work. She's on stage. I'm not happy. (laughs) She's on stage and he's losing the finals and she's going, I don't get no attention from this. Bruh. Patrick Mahomes, you are now on the clock. You are now on the clock. You're already, she's, you're already, she's already gone unchecked. We see what happened to Steph. We see what happened to Jason Kidd. This is not it. Scotty Pippen. Now, Scotty Pippen, his wife started going and hanging around and, and cavorting with the Kardashians. And then now being married, she's running around with younger NBA basketball players. Her sons allegedly don't want anything to do with her. She's trying to extend the marriage clock by uh, trying to get Scotty to build up his wealth um, right here. And uh, it says Big Scotty spending G's on legal fees. He's getting screwed. He's the one that ran up and down the court. He's the one that had to get passes from Michael Jordan. He's the one that had to learn the triangle offense. He's the one that had to hit jumpers. He's the one that had to choke in the damn Blazers-Lakers series. He didn't choke. It was everybody else. The referees. It was the referees, by the way. And now, most of his time is spent trying to clean this up because he couldn't get her in check. Plus, he was getting her tonsils oiled up and lubricated by Future. Okay? As Future would attest to, this is all allegedly. Not having your wife in check. Wayne Gretzky's wife was also implicated in the exit from the Edmonton Oilers, all right, because she was, a, I think, at one point, a Playboy Playmate or something like that. Jenny Jones, is her name Jenny Jones? Uh, she has been taking the blame for years as the reason why Gretzky wanted to go to L.A. and get his, his shining star, despite the fact that he never won a never he never won another Stanley Cup, but he won, what, five or six in Edmonton? He was a winner. Now, no, most Americans wouldn't have really known who Wayne Gretzky was had, had he not showed up in L.A., so we'll give him that. All right, shout out to Wayne Gretzky. So the Kings trade actually helped the NHL. They would not have had that migration out from the north into the southern states uh, and the southwest, which is a disaster, by the way. Right? You know what I mean? All these teams were going to move out from Canada and come to the south United States. And just, you know, uh, make it a win for the NHL, which they did marketing wise. But those franchises have been shitty. Yep. Those franchises have been crappy, right? Uh, The Phoenix Coyotes, the Colorado Avalanche, the the Carolina Hurricane. You know, all these franchises ain't done nothing. The Kings and the Ducks have won championships, I believe. And Wayne Gretzky's daughter, shout out to Wayne Gretzky's daughter. (laughs) Um, She looks like a little bit of Wayne Gretzky in the face, but the body, though. Anyway, yeah, the Dallas Stars, you know, these franchises ain't done nothing. These these franchises need to be up on the border of, 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 uh, of Canada 
in the in the higher Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, you know, Toronto, Dallas. That, that's where the NHL belongs. Nashville Predators, I think they won a championship. Who wants me? Las Vegas, Las Vegas did win, but they benefited from a flawed system in which they are now changed in their, what do you call them? Their um, what does that happen? It's not expansion teams. Yeah, expansion teams. The Vegas team was an expansion team, but they benefited from uh, teams leaving players unprotected. So they were able to build up a great team right off the rip. Let's see how long it lasts. But I'm happy for the Vegas Knights. Uh, who wants me to bring up Wayne Gretzky's daughter? <laughs> Some people ain't going to like her. The pro blacks ain't going to like her. They're going to be like this, miss six o'clock, straight up, straight down, flat back, that ironing board. ABL's in the building. Shout out to Anthony Brian Logan. Oh, I mentioned this earlier. David Ortiz almost got murked and his wife told him to move out the mansion. So, And I said that at the beginning. Um, she was the first story that we talked about. David Ortiz gets elected to the Hall of Fame. Four days later, she's serving him and kicking him out of his mansion. Like what? This is what you guys think you're missing in marriage. This is what you guys think you're missing in marriage. Shout out to ABL. Uh, let's go ahead and pull up uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. What's her name? I approve, but, you know, the pro-black's going to be like, ah, see, I knew it. <laughs> uh, Paulina Gretzky. You know, she a miss six o'clock, straight up, straight down. Paulina Gretzky. She be looking old in the face, though. She be looking like she 49. Like, like, look, like sometimes her face be looking like she's 49 years old. Like, what the hell? Like, how old is she, man? Sometimes she look 26 and then she look 52. And she a little too skinny for me, but I'll toss it back. I'll toss it back. Oh, look at Tiger Woods. Oh, Tiger Woods approves. <laughs> oh, y'all talking about Emma Gretzky? All right. Make sure she 18, though. Make sure she 18 is Emma Gretzky 18. I'm not about to put her up here and let y'all dudes lust over no underage girl. All right. See, no, nah, y'all going to have me hemmed up. Emma Gretzky's age. Let me hem her up. I mean, I'm sorry. Don't get me hemmed up. You know, these people are already trying to make watch me make mistakes. Let me see. Oh, she 18. All right, hope. Here we go. See, that picture right there don't be 18. All right, let's see, man. Hey, this is my first time, man. This is my first time. I ain't know. They opening up a file on me. Yeah, man. I'm going to go ahead and pass on this, man. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I can't. This is too close for comfort. This is too close for comfort. We're going to have to close this page up. This is too close. This is freshman year, but, you know, she got to look like a freshman. I, Are you a freshman? This is too much. No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. You know, this that, that's the type of <laughs> that's the type of freshman you keep on the low. You know what I'm saying? You be like, come through and get your books. Do not let nobody see you coming here. All right. You know what I mean? Just be careful. Yeah, she a freshman. I yeah, she a freshman, you know. You gotta be careful, be seen with her, because the police will be like, whoop, whoop. Police will run up on you. What are you doing? They see you're in your car. Are you being kidnapped? Does your mother know where you at? Oh, no. She looked she look too young, man. I got to sneak her in, though. I'll sneak her in. 
but I ain't going to be seen outside with her. No. All right, let's get it here, to, uh, Super Chats. Super Chats, who is it here? Brown 310, likes are free in 2022. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. John Breezy, is it John? Josh Breezy, thank you for becoming a member. Major League says, Coach, do you think little bro is smashing his wife? Um, She would be incredibly foolish to let that happen. That would be dumb. But, you know, I'm not putting anything past her. She don't look too damn smart. So why would she do that? I mean, you literally got the $200 million man, $400 million man, and you're going to let the TikTok dude smash? I don't think so. I don't see that. I don't see that at all. I do have some cash apps. Wait a minute. Loud Pockets, Mr. Loud Pockets says, for them cheap-ass ninja watchers. Yeah, that's why we're going to have a short show today. All right. Folks ninja watching today. All right, so let me see who else. All right, who else in the uh, cash apps? Hold on for a second. XL Pro Services says, men build and women take. That's what it is. I Bramble Bush says, Patrick Mahomes knocked up a slow Tuesday buzzer, please. Mm. Like, she looked good in high school, but, you know, I'm not going to knock her on her looks too much. I mean, if she didn't have that long hair, she got long, long hair. She ain't like you, though. She'll do whatever I say. She'll even be my. If she didn't have that long blonde hair, that would be detrimental to her looks. Like, if she chopped her hair off, that would be a wrap. She ain't ugly, though, but it it definitely helps. You know what I mean? People don't understand genetic markers. There's genetic markers for a reason. She has the benefit of the American crown. She's wearing the American crown. If she cut that hair off, bro, it would be a wrap. I mean, it. They, you could pack that up. You know what I mean? Pack that up asapidly, right? So anyway, I mean, she's benefiting strongly from... You know, she's tiny and all that. She foldable. I'll give her that. Hey, who is this trying to put run game? This woman trying to run game. Who is Paige Spiranak? Spiranak. Paige Barrett. Uh-oh, this golf pro right here. Who is this? Uh-oh, is she trying to move in on Patrick Mahomes? She's like, you like the blondie? Paige Spiranak slams Patrick Mahomes' TikTok-obsessed family after Kansas City Missed out on the Super Bowl. Look at this golf girl. These are the girls you see that I've been telling the sisters about how y'all missing out on the high value men because you guys don't become cart girls at golf courses. All right. These girls become legendary golf cart girls. All right. And they roll in these circles so that then when they start taking luxury planes with CEOs when they're in college, they move in, you know, after the father get done with her. She set him up with her young son, with the young son. What is the, there was a recent guy, a recent story I just did. Or I, maybe I saw it on TV. It was a, it was a husband that was married to a woman, of course. And he introduces, or he got introduced to uh, his son's girlfriend. And the son's girlfriend went and started hooking up with the father. And then the father left his wife for the young girlfriend. It was, the, it's kind of like this. This is what happens in the blue chip mindset. And so this woman right here is like, man, your wife out of pocket. I wouldn't do you like that, right? I wouldn't do you like that. I would know my role. Paige Speranic. 
She dissed him. He says, she says, Patrick Mahomes is down bad. Imagine losing today and then having to go home to Jackson and Brittany making TikToks. <laughs> That's crazy. She's a golfer turned influencer. Yeah, you know. Yo, who's better? Her, Paige Spiranek, or Brittany, whatever her last name is. She jealous? She 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 definitely trying to show. She throwing shade. She trying to slide in Patrick DMs. She definitely she definitely trying to slide in. All right, that was illegal. She was like illegal, but she ain't lying. She ain't lying, but she definitely trying to show Patrick you missing out. Bro, you with her. <laughs> Somebody said, what's her handicap? <laughs> hey, guys, I don't know if you know, man. You brothers, you brothers. You guys got to learn how to play golf. Do y'all know how to play golf? One of the best things y'all can do, man, is this is going to elevate you to the now. I don't want to play all that, man. I'll just play spades. All right, okay. <laughs> we playing big whisk around here, man. Forget all that golf, man. That's what a white man. You out there with them old iron board Beckys. They don't even like you until you get to the freshman year dorm and they suck you down. <laughs> Them Beckys, I don't know why you even like them. They built like ironivores, and then they get you, you get you your first Becky. <laughs> you bust, she's still sucking on it down the gullet. You like, <laughs> you get you your first one, she go right down the gullet first night. You like, you wake up to smelling eggs, bacon. She's like, hi, I made you something. You're like, <laughs> what? You made me what? You'll never go back to a sister. You'll never go back to a sister. You'll be like, all right, I'm sold. Coach Greg Adams was right. But anyway, look, you literally got to learn how to play golf. I learned how to play golf at the junior college, by the way. And it's not a fun sport. I'm going to tell you, man, you're not going to have fun doing it. All right, I hate playing golf. But I don't dislike it. Like, I hate the process. You know what I mean? You got to get there. You got to get the cart or you got to get the bag. Get ready to hit. Play nine holes. Play the back nine. Play the front nine. Play 18 holes. Like, that part is BS. To, I hate that part. But the opportunities to network, the opportunities to network, like the old school, like it's it's an old school way of networking. Let me make no mistake about it. The money is still with the old school. So, Many people now, the young people who are going to be the older people in the future, they're doing metaverse. They're doing online. They're doing, that's that's the new money. So you're going to have to learn that. But the old school, the old school way is still and will be still the country club, the golf. It is what it is. You know, you got to learn. Uh, first thing you do, if you guys don't want to know, I mean, don't know. Um. Is get a pitching wedge. Learn how to hit the pitching wedge. Don't go start with the big ass woods and the driver. Start with the pitching wedge and learn how to pitch the ball. Pitch, 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 pitch. Pitching wedge, nine iron. And then go backwards. Then you hit your seven iron, your five iron. Then you can start going. Once you have do decent with them, then you hit the driver or your one wood, two, three. All right, that's how you that's how you that's how I learned it and that's how I was progressively taught. I took a golf class in college. Then you learn how to putt. See, like putting <laughs> putting you can kind of figure out as you go cuz your ass ain't even going to be on the green when you start playing ball. 
right? You ain't even going to be on the green when you first play. The first time you play golf, your ass going to take five shots to get to the green. <laughs> your ass sitting way out there, 200 yards away, hitting all over the damn hole and the flag. So anyway, man, that's how I learned to play golf. I took a golf class in college. You'll figure out how to putt when you get up there. You know what I mean? That's something you can learn last. <laughs> Yo ass going to be hitting from the woman's tee. Still five shots. You all out of bounds. Hazard over here. You in the sand pit. That's why That's why you learn how to do your pitching wedge. Because you're going to be in the sand pit. Yo ass going to be in the pit over here. You're going to be in the water two-stroke penalty. Yep. It, that's where you're going to be. You ain't going to be on the green. We gonna be waiting for your ass. Just pick up the damn ball. Bring your ass over here. They waiting for you to. They waiting to hit down here. Mm. Yeah, go to the go to the range. Get your start. Start with the pitching wedge. Start with the nine iron. Then progress to the. I. I that's how I went. Then I, I did the odd irons. I did pitching wedge nine seven five, and then um think three. Then one iron. Then Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. None of y'all's ass is going to be par. Not even on par three. Your ass ain't going to be par. Your ass going to be double bogey for the whole damn round. <laughs> double bogey, double bogey, double bogey, double bogey. <laughs> All right, let me get into these super chats. What are we talking about today? We're just having fun. Michael Powell II says, my home needs to put a quarter up his rump for he is playing himself with these L's. <laughs> he playing himself. Fat L's. This is going to be an L for him. But he loves her. DK Bradley, Plan B on deck. Thank goodness for modern technology. Uh, shout out to you. Plan B is amazing. The birth control thing is amazing. Yes. No kids for you. Younger, retire, no cap. What do I like about kids? Making them. Shout out to the nasty boys. Yeah, that's always a critical decision for men. Making kids are fantastic. Attempting to make kids is great. You know when you're getting them strokes in and you know, you're like, here we go. I got to make a critical decision here. Now, all the blood is not in my cranium right now. It is somewhere else. It is in the small head. It is not in the big head. So as you're getting closer, you're going, hmm. It would be really feel great for shoot to shoot up the club right now. And then you'll make a dumb decision. You'll shoot up the club. You'll leave it in. You'll get them last couple strokes in. And then it'll be too late. Oh, it's too late. Let me just go ahead and fill it all the way up. And then for the next two months, you're hoping and praying. Lord, you trying to get her to take that plan B within 24 hours. Get the plan B, $50 tab. It feels great, but I'm going to tell you, that little bit of sensation is horrible when you get that child support check. Mm. Or you don't get the check. When you write that child support check, you be like, damn, why did I leave it in here? I should have pulled out. I should have wore the Jimmy. You just praying. You like, please, please, please. Then you asking her after the fact, um, are you on birth control? Well, yeah, I, I'm on birth control. I, I Technically, I am, but it's kind of expired. I'm kind of, you know, but it's still, <laughs> you sitting there like, oh, shit. <sighs> why would you let me roar inside of you if your birth control ain't up to date? You know what she going to say? She was like, that's on you. 
You the one ran up in me without no hat. You the one roared up in me. I didn't tell you to leave it in there. <laughs> she gonna literally be like, you did that. I would have told you to wear a condom, but you didn't put one on. <laughs> like, I was thinking about telling you to put one on, but you didn't. <laughs> you like, not none of my business. Oh, well, I'm having your baby. Poppy, see, it's yours. You're like, oh, man, don't, aren't you a responsible adult? Why would you let me do that if you ain't on birth control, woman? Well, that's your decision. It ain't mine. <laughs> that's how it works, bro. you like, oh, Lord, this is going to be my baby mama potentially. Sheesh. And that's you. You start beatboxing. Oh, this going to be my baby mama. Uh, Dexter Barnes says, statistically, 73% of men have less than four baby bodies in their lives. Less than four babies. And 92% of men have less than 10. 99% have less than 25. Lord have mercy. Dexter, is those, are those statistics true? She, some of you guys are overachieving in life. Again, you guys need to stop talking bad about women giving you their body. I'm not a big fan of that. Right. You know, some girl gives them your her body and y'all call them 304. Now, I could call you a 304. When you didn't give me your body. <laughs> Coach logic here. You didn't give me none. Then I can call you a Jezebel. But. But I don't. Why call them names afterwards? Like she literally could have gave it to anybody and she let you have it. Now you're number 58 in her life, you know. You won a 58. She could have got, listen, you could not have been 58. What, what, hey, Dexter, what are the statistics for women? What are the statistics for women? How many bodies they had their entire life? <laughs> Obi Trice says, uh, show the guy with the baby abs, wait. Uh, the girl sitting there smiling after she lied and said she was on birth control. I'm not sure which word you're talking about, but I'll show you this clip of the guy. Um, I believe there's a clip. Where is that clip? Oh, this one right here. Yo, so I'm raw dogging this chick, right? She goes, yo, I'm on birth control. You can just bust a nun on me whenever you want. And you know what I did? I busted. So now this is Dylan. He just turned two the other day. <laughs> I think that's the clip you're talking about. That's the clip right there. Guys, it is what it is. Yep. And that's You see you. how she was looking? Guess what? She was looking like, hey, it's on you. Now we got to get married. Now we got to raise this kid. Isn't that crazy? I love that. <laughs> And all for 15 seconds of pleasure. What a man, boy, life is cruel. Life is a cruel thing for men. Oh, man, poor guys. Plotting. She was plotting, huh? Women were like, there's no such thing as trapping. You're the ones deciding. And I, some ladies, I agree and disagree. I Like, you know your body. You know when you came over here, you know you were ovulating. You know, 
there's only I did the biology lesson here. There's only a one 24 hour window that her egg is available, made available to be impregnated. I did the biology video. If you guys want to see me break it down, I use the science. I use videos. We use data and biology. Did you guys know that? Each month, there's only a 24-hour window that the egg is available. Now, 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 what tends to happen is that, that window gets expanded because sperm lives inside the body for a couple of days, up to five days. It could be as long as it's inside the body, her body, it can live in there for five days trying to make it up to the egg, the fallopian tube. So let's just say the egg presents itself in that 24-hour window, but because sperm is alive in there, it can impregnate the egg in that time period, in the five-day window. So in her five-day window, whoever she was with in that five days, if she was with multiple men, and that egg presents itself in that 24-hour period, it gets pregnant. It gets fertilized. So technically, it's only a five-day window, give or take a day or two. You So, ladies, you knew when you came over to my house. <laughs> somebody says three days unless somebody roared inside. Literally five days, yeah, five days is a big grant. Three days is really what it is. So there's only a three-day period in a month that she could get pregnant. Three days, only three days. If it's outside of that, she's either bleeding or she can't get pregnant. So when you came over, you knew exactly what time it was. It had to be within that three to five day window. You knew it. So we have to now start giving accountability back to women now, since it's your body, your choice. Let's be accountable now. Let's be responsible. You can't just say, I shot up the club. Oops, I didn't know. You knew. But guys, if you don't want to have kids, it's simple. Don't dive inside. Don't go inside. And if you do go inside, wrap it up. And if you do feel that there's a question, pull out and wrap it up and wrap up and pull out and put the hot sauce in there and or plan B. You know what I mean? 18 seconds of nut and 18 years of child support. There's no more oopsie babies, guys. Anybody that says, oops, oh, I didn't realize. No, no, no. There's too much science, man. There's over, there's ovulation apps on their phone. Women keep track of their cycle. They know when they're late. Oh, I'm late. Wait, if you knew you were late, well, you knew you was on time when you let me hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you knew you were on time. You knew you were due when I was smashing. Right? Oh, I'm late. My period is supposed to be here. Oh, it ain't. Well, how do you know when it's supposed to be here? Hmm. Is this the first time you just realizing you got a cycle? No. So that means you knew when I came when you came over. Yes, I know women that do have these apps, man. <laughs> they do have these apps. I had a woman that wanted to have my baby. Hey, man, this is a, I am on peak fertilization right now. Can I come over? I was like, no, nah, my kids are here. She's like, damn. <laughs> I was like, you really trying to trap me with a baby. She really trying to trap me. It's a, it's a iron aboard Becky too. She really trying to get one out of me. I'd be like, do not talk to me no more. We'll have beautiful babies. We'll have Steph Curry's and Patrick Mahomes. Get this woman away from me. 
you're barred from my premises. I got a, I got a note. I got a picture of her at my security guard's desk. She at my security guard's desk. Do not let this woman come through the gate. She cannot have access. This is how they do you, bro. Uh, let's see here. Grizz Megatroid. Heavens to Murgatroid, he says. Um, Rihanna revealed her pregnancy right when Chris Brown had his grape allegations. That's interesting timing. There's always, you know, they're clever that way. They're clever that way. Nasty Nardle says you can measure a man's wealth by how flat-backed it his bird's tail is. That, sir, unfortunately is true. <laughs> God dang. You know, I never thought about that, but you are actually hitting on something there. I'm going to repeat it. You can measure a man's wealth by how flat-backed his bird is. Is that not true? Is that true or false? That's the, definitely a true one. Go to the country club. There'd be some flat-backed women. Like the back of her head stick out further than her butt. She'd be walking like this, hips forward, <laughs> booty all clenched tight. It's all saggy down at the bottom. You know, them older. That is actually true. I've been saying this for forever. Um, rich men overwhelmingly do not marry bubble butts. They do not do it. That is a poor man's desire. Now, at one point, at some point, rich men could be come from these communities, right? But even then, those rich men rarely ever there's always exception to the rule like a paul george or uh kim kardashian there's an exception to the rule but most wives often aren't bubble butt like the big butt the bbl butt most especially when you go into rich outside of the black community and then you go rich who, who do rich men select they don't select bubble butts they select like saggy butts saggy flat-backed it <laughs> because because in their culture in the rich men's culture culture in the rich man's culture your wife got to look like a wife man they got to look like a wife <laughs> they got to look like a wife they can't look like no va va boom vixen coming up in there now they might be implanted and bolted on but you're absolutely right you can measure his what the richer he is the flat back that his wife is Somebody said Bezos. Bezos' second wife, though. Second wife. His first wife was flat-backed. Let's look it up. We just chilling today. Get the likes up at least. Mackenzie Bezos. Mackenzie. So if you got a bubble, ladies, if you got a bubble butt and you get BBL, you literally out the running to be a rich man's wife. Now you'll be in his concubine. You'll be in his concubine. You'll be in his quest when he go out of town, but you ain't never going to get married to him. Look at, look at Mackenzie Bezos. Now, if that ain't flat-backed, it, I don't know what to tell you. He went flat, flat-backed. And now, then, now, he, now he married his concubine. He pulled a Thomas Jefferson. He pulled a Thomas Jefferson and married his Sally Hemings. This is all alleged, by the way. Everything I say has to be an allegation. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's not. But Jeff Bezos' second wife. What's her name? 
they get married or is they? Oh, that's a second yacht. No, damn, it's second yacht, second wife. I bet you she flat back to two. She just, she just both on chested. I bet you she ain't got no booty. Look at McKenzie, man. Look at McKenzie. Boy, she fat blacked it for show. Look at that back. Boy, that back. That back flat. Where's, where's Lauren Sanchez? See, see, this is a second wife. This is what a second wife looks like. You know, he's like, I got my money already. You know, I can do what I want. He the richest man in the world. But McKenzie Bezos, look at that back boy. Iron and boarded. Let me see what her name is. Look, look, look. <laughs> now, this is when it was real. This is before all the alleged TRT. This is when they didn't have no money. They was just trying to get that money going. Look at the difference. Now look, look, look at, look at, look at them now, and look at them then. Yeah, man. I bet you, I bet you, her butt ain't none of all that. What's her name? Lauren Sanchez. Lauren Sanchez. Right here. Here, let's see. Let's see what her back looking like. See, you can't tell. She got too many bolts on. Look at the, I mean, she bolted. You can't tell what's going on down there. One day she flat like a bird. Then the next day she all puffed up like this. Leonardo DiCaprio. You can't tell what's going on. Let's see what her back look like. Let's see what that back looking like. Uh, you know, she looked like somebody nanny. She looking like the nanny picking up kids at the school. Oh, here we go. Here's a good one. Yeah, see, there ain't nothing. Work. She working with nothing, man. She working with nothing. She had to poke it out. She even poking it out. She ain't got no back. She ain't got no bubble. <laughs> there ain't no bubble back there. She just looked like she got a bubble. She ain't got no bubble. I don't know if you guys know people that are like her. They built like boxes down there. Box. They got box. They look like SpongeBob SquarePants. Like they built like a box back there. Even if it's wide, you think there's a bubble back there. It'd be like a box. Right. And then this be the legs underneath it. <laughs> she ain't got no butt. She ain't got no butt. So again, Nar Nasty Nardo's comment is correct still. I know the pro blacks are mad again. One more thing. I, I Listen, liking curvaceous women is a thing that all men have always liked. But more than likely, their wives aren't that. Especially the richer a man gets. Highly unlikely that she's a curvaceous Vixen, Baba Boom. Look at Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe couldn't get, she could, no, she did get married. But she couldn't keep no man. She ended up just being a concubine and used for pleasure. She was a pleasure doll. Or they would call it a sex kitten. But, but wives are most of the time <laughs> ironing boarded. She got married five times. Yeah, she couldn't keep no man. Somebody says curves when young, saggy when old. Yeah, that's the thing about curvy women, man. You, you know, I like them and all, but I know, man. It, with, and the longer it goes, it just it don't look right after. It's just gonna be all heavy, man. Somebody said built like a box Chevy, like a heavy Chevy up in this mug. You know the Chevy you used to turn off and it still be running. The engine be like, <laughs> you young guys don't remember that. Who remembers that, young, uh, old guys? Old guys, raise your hand. 
when the combustible engine, you had that engine, you turn it off and it still be running, backfiring, the car be shaking like this. That's what you happen when you marry, you get with them big women. It'd be like, you done turned the car off. The carburetor just backfiring. Like, Cars don't do that no more. You putting that old nasty gasoline in there back in the day, that that let it gas. You putting the let it gas in there. Who remember that? Old man remember that. You young guys don't know nothing about that. I'm about to spit out my water. Yep, the car's smoking like it's burning oil. It's shaking. Vroom, vroom, Oh, man, you're like, damn, what's wrong with my car, man? All right, let's continue, man. Uh, I love that nasty Nardo. Uh, let's see here. The AB Network guy says, I just landed in San Diego, spending a few days relaxing and enjoy. Hashtag the free agent lifestyle. Enjoy it, man. San Diego got a lot to offer. Be careful out there. Ricky Bobby, coach, what are your thoughts on the KS Nicki Minaj interview? I kind of talked about it earlier today, so I don't want to beat a dead horse on that one. I talked about it in the earlier stream. Um, it is what it is on that one. Uh, I won't even repeat it. Kyle Coleman says, Hey coach, with all that's going on, will you do a re-upload of your videos on the Jezebel spirit or a new one? I'm thinking of, I was just thinking about that because the old channel was being dismantled brick by brick right by the tube. So I was like, you know what I'll do? Cause I have my old videos on. I was like, I'll just re-upload my old videos over there. <laughs> just keep real. What happens is when you delete videos, they don't get offered to new people to watch. Even if you're not monetized, they don't, they, they don't get offered to people. So your channel just loses subscribers over time. Um, because people are like, this channel's not active. There's still people that don't know I moved over here because that, that happened over there. So, um, I might just start re-uploading old videos. I don't know. Adrian Paul TV, one hour behind. Pat on the thumbnail. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's, oh, that's my Kansas City Chief fan right there. So he already know. Kibi says, Coach, do you wear golf clothes like Payne Stewart? <laughs> no, man, I don't go out like that. I don't go out like that. I don't wear my V-neck uh, sleeveless, sleeveless uh, outfit. Roy Kaufman, thank you, brother. You kept the show going, just to let you know. He says, hi, Coach. My buddy DNI, or my buddy DN, listens to you. Saw my post. Shout out to the Coach Gang. He says, just here, first week, at my new mid-six-figure job as a director. I work 50 hours already, gang. He says, it's no joke. Making money. He says, make money, stack, and move to Thailand. Thanks, to the free agent lifestyle and I wouldn't have made it or I wouldn't have made it. Shout out to you. Congratulations. Mid mid six figures. Woo. Talk about a life changer, man. You're in the top 5%, man. You're in there. You're in the top 10% for sure. All right. Now you got to do that for about three, four, five, seven, ten 10 more years. You're in there. Dexter Barnes comes in with the women's stats for women. 6% have less than five bodies. 13% have five to 10 bodies. 19% have 10 to 20 bodies and 62% have 20 plus. The average man has a body count of five. The average woman has a body count of 20. I would love to hear where you're getting these stats because somebody's going to say where you're getting these statistics. Uh, what do you guys know? What do you guys think about that? Do you think women have bigger body counts than men? 
I mean, I'm of the opinion that yes, they do. I mean, I just, you know, in the circles I roll with, it's too easy. It's too easy, especially today. I mean, back in the day, maybe not. But it's too easy for women to just give in being bored. You know, they're bored. Oh, I can have my peace leave. I can leverage this. All right. If any of them are ever mad at a man in their past, they had sex with that man. <laughs> so, oh, I hate him. He's a jerk. I hated my past boyfriend. I hated my ex-husband. I hate this guy. Anytime she has some sort of negative feeling about a man, she gave that man her body. So then to be to be fair, to be fair. That's a lot of bodies. <laughs> Robin said, yep. When you when you give a man your body, you're going to be pissed the hell off. It didn't work out. So, yes, I think women's body counts are all there. You got some people are naive as hell. Not me. The women's like, not me. Dude, they can leverage that thing to get whatever they want. Rent paid, cell phone bill, car note, car out of the impound, car out of the hot school books sugar daddies trips when they outside of your area code they can just go ahead and do what they want it doesn't count as long as it's outside of the area code you hear all kind of crazy rules they come up with affairs i think they have way more affairs than husbands do it is my opinion that they have way more affairs than husbands do not on the on the average not just every single one on an average this is why they project that we're the dirty dogs you it takes a dog to know a dog it takes a dog to know a dog. You know, you have to give up yourself and put yourself in that position. Or, or if that's not true, what is true, many married women, many women have slept with married men while he was married to someone else, as opposed to how many men have slept with married women. Right? So many married men, wait, many women have slept with married men at some point. Okay. But what happens is they project these things and ideas onto us as we're the dogs, but they're measuring against 20, 30% of men who are the dogs, who are the guys that they're giving the body to, right? And so they'll do this. Like, say a woman lives to 40. There's no way she doesn't have under 10 bodies, under 20. There's no way. Mathematically, there's no way. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not judging you because I probably done slept with you. He says, no, not true. It's overall attractiveness. I don't know what you're talking about. That don't have nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Because women don't have to be attractive to get piped down. Because this is what we also have to do. understand. Somebody says, how about this one? It's not cheating on my husband. If I knew you before I married him, that's another rule. Um, there's another one that goes like... Um, yeah, there's there's all kind of exceptions to the rules, right? But a woman could be low, low on the marketplace scale. I'll just be nice about it. They could be low on the marketplace scale, and a decent looking guy will smash it. Now, it don't work that way for guys unless that guy is wealthy. If the guy is uh, we didn't say ugly. If the guy is low on the marketplace scale, there's no way he get no peace leave. His Mac game going to have to be incredible. So even a marginal looking cock eye, Dude, there's women on dating apps in wheelchairs. Not just wheelchairs, the mobile wheelchair where she can't even. I'm not dissing, but where she got to just push the little joystick. She on dating apps like this. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm not making fun. But I guarantee you she got dudes that said, I smash it. The nasty boys, let me know. Nasty boys, you already know I'm not lying. You've been on Tinder and you swipe, swipe. You looking, you like, uh, how nasty am I? How nasty am I? Yes, I'm that nasty. Swipe right. Y'all know I'm not lying. <laughs> he says y'all are here quit playing. Who thinks I'm lying? Who thinks I'm lying? There's some dudes that have swiped right on that. I'm not wrong. So let's say a man is in that position. And he put himself out there on a dating app. How many women are going to swipe right to that? Damn near zero. It's going to take that one woman that's just like just down on her luck. She down bad. <laughs> she down bad, 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 bad. That's what it's going to take for her to swipe right. But dudes will swipe, swipe super right. They just like nasty boys, nasty boys, nasty boys. And she out there like, oh, I got options. I got options. So it is what it is. This is just the world we live in. All right. Lee Smith says women in my family told me when I was in high school, no woman gets pregnant by accident. And it stuck with me because women don't usually spit RPism. But they were looking out for you. They were your family members, right? And so probably your sisters or your aunts was like, look, man, your, your aunts should be giving you RP pills, all right? I had a couple of aunts. They used to RP me for show. They didn't play that game with me and try to hide the truth. They used to be like, don't mess it up, boy. <laughs> Do not mess it up. They looked out for me. All right, you got to appreciate the women in your family that look out for you like that. Women don't get pregnant by it. Anybody that believes they get pregnant by it in, in 2022, you're ignorant. I mean, it's definitely on purpose. It was a purposeful act. It was something. It is what it is. It was a purposeful, purposeful act by both parties. Shaquille, I'm 28, maintaining my 80-hour a week work schedule. I only want succeed from chicks down the gullet, and I'm out. Oh, you only want to succeed. He ain't even going. He like, look, just give me the. He going for a stack. He's not doing a stack. Simon Small, shout, shout out to you. Appreciate you, man. Mr. West said, the only leverage that I have is peace leave. He says, all women are over 30 bodies easily. No judgment. Or the only, uh, I'm sorry, the only leverage they have is peace leave. All women have 30 bodies easy. No judgment. I don't judge, ladies. I just don't judge. I, now, I know who I'm a wife up and who I'm not. I know who's on the wife list. list. But I have, you guys got to understand, I was in personal training and I worked with, uh, athletes female athletes and i was on college campuses for many years you'd be amazed at the amount of creeping that goes on and then the amount of freshman year wild child that come out they come out freshman year and they lose it you know what i mean everybody getting it the football team getting it the basketball team getting it dudes are getting in the dorms the dudes with i've seen it with my own eyes it's 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 tough to watch man it's tough to watch because if you're blue-pilled, you don't see it. You don't, you're like, no, it can't be. Now, not everybody's doing this, but I I'm under the impression that women have way more sex than men. Especially in the modern time. They have way more. 
then the app. Okay, let's just say this: the average man versus the average woman. It ain't even close. The offers alone are more than the man will get in his lifetime. The opportunities alone are more than any average man is getting in his lifetime. So it is what it is. And there's no judgment zone here. Zero fallout, 30% of DNA tests show that the dad are not the real biological dad. If they did a nationwide test, I bet the number would climb to 50%. Um, we don't want to do that, boy. A lot of y'all kids wouldn't be y'all kids. I'm going to tell you, if, we ever, if DNA tests were mandatory, I think single motherism would drop quickly, especially then welfare. Ron says, shout out to Uncle Errol and Tiffany. Appreciate you, man. He says, uh, somebody says, exactly, coach, been around sports all my life. Blue, pillar, blue, pillar, blue pillars have no idea about the culture, uh, that culture. You guys don't know, man. And athletics, too. And, man, because I used to do, um, I used to have to check on the dorm. And I used to hear back stories. I'm like, damn, man. And then girls on girls stuff, especially with athletes, girls on girls stuff. So what I'm saying is, if a, t a person tells you this is the amount of pot body she's been with, most of the time, it's going to be the amount of men she was in relationships with that she had sex with. But the ones that were out of the area code, the ones that were hookups and friends with benefits and those type of things. And it's hard for me to believe a woman. I've never had a friends with benefits. I've never had a hookup. That is almost damn near. I'm just telling you, ladies, for a man, that is damn near impossible for a person to believe they don't tell you the time they saw the rapper or the dude they hooked up with right not all of not all but it is a lot especially in today's world roy kaufman shout out to you here you go coach he says tell the game to keep their heads down i'm the proof keep their head down he says i'm the proof it will change your life yep I'm killing it out here, avoiding 304s like Brady trying to avoid his divorce. Man, you get to another level, man. Don't it feel good? It feels fantastic. Feels fantastic. Newski says, how would you approach sleeping arrangements when you're in your 20s? I wouldn't. He says, women on CK keep telling me why I'm here. You're young. I'm getting tired of it. I, I wouldn't do it too much in my 20s. I would not do it. This is more of an old man. It's an old man sport. It's an old man sport. It's like pickleball. You know what I mean? Y'all playing tennis. We playing pickleball. It's not for young men. Because they, they looking for money bags. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not looking for young dudes to hook up with for the most part. Like, I think people would suggest that I wouldn't waste my time on it at, in my 20s. What I would be doing is, you know, doing the normal, traditional things socially. And if that ain't working, if that's not in your favor, you know, try to figure out something else. That ain't in your favor, just build. And wait for Generation Z, uh, Generation Alpha to come up. I will wait for Gen Alpha. All right. Gen Alpha. Gen Alpha on the way. And if you guys don't know, Gen Alpha is the generation behind Gen Z. Right now, they riding bikes and playing with dolls. <laughs> I wouldn't really... Because the generate like like let's say this the gen, like you're a young guy in your twenties, unless you have leverage or you're exceedingly handsome, these women there are looking for a certain type of situation. So they might look up on you if you have a certain package. But if let's say you're a guy struggling on Tinder and you went on seeking, I don't know if that would work. But I'd never really 
I never really would see it as a benefit. Somebody says, I'm in my 50, it's still three to one odds, bruh. What they say on, on seeking is four, four to one odds. Like the, the odds are so stacked against the women, it's ridiculous. Like there's four women to every man. Like it's the reverse of dating apps. Dating apps are primarily men and just a few women. On seeking, like the women are disadvantaged. Disadvantaged. Like they begging, they're scrounging. They're in a concubine. They, they are, they are. They scratching it just to make probably $200 a month. For real. <laughs> it is crazy, man. He says, geez, I got to get some money. It's it's the odds are so ridiculous, bro. Like they're in your favor. Now you guys got to really, really select this. Somebody says seeking is the male super attention and validation. It, see, like guys, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Now you can go on there and lie if you want. You basically are going to feel like how women feel. Everything, everything that women feel, I saw that super chat. Everything that women feel about the world, validation on social media, Instagram, TikTok, uh, dating apps, it, it goes, it goes to you. The advantage goes back to you. So then the choice the cho you you now have choice. You have the illusion of choice, right? But all you didn't have to do is go, hey, you, know, you got to set a budget because you'll go crazy. You'll go nuts. If you ain't got no pipe control, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be out of money. You'll be out of rent. You'll be, you'll be out of rent money. <laughs> you'd be like, Lord, have mercy. So it's that crazy. All right, somebody says, um, last super chat. Oh, no, I got a two more, a couple more. He says, Raul says, Jackie Mahomes pee sitting down. <laughs> he says, dude, wearing a five-button suit. And then he asks, Coach, what is Superman's kryptonite? Mm. Yeah, man. Shout out to you for that one. That was one of my favorite questions live. And I took the L right away. I was like, what is Superman's kryptonite? I couldn't really think. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and then also know how it works is join. Hey, you know what? B before we go, this is what you guys can do because we talk in details about these things. If you guys want to know about sleeping arrangements, go on to my members tab. Go to the members tab. We cover it every week. We go through it with a fine tooth comb. We talk about the advantages and the disadvantages. We talk about what your favor is. What can you do? Uh, so what you would do is this is how you do it. Um, let me see if I can put this up. So this is how you would do it. There's a join button right here. You could join this a small fee, monthly fee. And uh, let's see if the members, where, where's my members videos? They don't have a tab. I need to make a playlist then. So there's a member, let me see here. There's no playlist videos. So every week, Sunday morning, we go through it and we go through the pros and cons, what to look out for, how not to get your ass trapped. Watch out for straggles. I don't even know where all the videos are. I have to make a tab. So join that right there. All right, join that right there. You can do it. And then also join the money mindset. The money mindset. So let me unshare this for a second. Money mindset is on Patreon. So money mindset is on patreon.com 
backslash Coach Greg Adams. And then what you do is what you see over there are these. Let me see here. Schedule published posts. So then you see all of these right here. You get the replays. Money mindset. There's like 20 money mindsets. We do this every Sunday night. So I stream six days a week, two days each day, two streams each day. But we go in detail about money issues and we set goals and we do spreadsheets. So you see the money mindset here. That's at the top tier of Patreon, right? So that's an addition of what we do here. Uh, Newski says, yeah, it's an abundance of women on there. I have over 100 DMs and I meet some that are they're just flaky. And you guys got to understand when you're dealing with younger women, they flaky. Uh, so even when they're broke, they will prioritize other things than go and get some money, right? So, um, but yeah, man, if you guys see my seeking tab, that when you come on to my tab, I got 900 messages, <laughs> like 900. And I haven't been, I've been on less than a year. Them girls be reaching out. Crazy. It's crazy. I want to see if I can. Oh, I can't pop it up on this computer. So um, I get 900 messages. They could be after a brother. Now, I would say I probably like maybe 20% of them, 20% of them, because I have a specific type. I'm not just trying to go in on anything. But then out of those 20% to try to work them, you're probably going to close on small percentage of them. Right. Which is fine. You ain't only got so much damn time. <laughs> you ain't got so much damn time. Right. I don't have that much time to be doing that. You know what I mean? So. He says they have 200 matches for every one of yours. Yeah, that too. But, you know, I think if you're in shape. You're in shape, you'll do fine. I wouldn't use this as a strategy long term, though. You're going to get worn down. That's somebody said what? Nine hundred. Have you been on my show? You've been on the member. You've been on the members live stream. You're you're a member. Still a beast. I got over 900 and I've been on 900 messages. That ain't even matches. These are messages that people. Now, some of them are fakes and scams and it is what it is. I don't, you know, let me see something. Somebody says it really does come down to leverage at this point. Period, point blank. Any girl I mess with on there, they're 27 at the oldest or less. Between 19 and 27. And it's a layup. <laughs> Hold on for a second. I'm going to show you my, I'll show you my tab. All right, check this out. I'll show you guys. You guys, this is really membership privileges right here. Shout out to ML John and Randy D. This is the membership privileges. All right. Look at the bottom of the screen right there. 942. Look at, look. Did y'all see that? I'm, I'm going to show you again. I'm going to show you again. Why, why, look, at the, look at the girls. Now, some are real, some are fake. You don't know. Look. Y'all see that? <laughs> That's why I said coach tricking. You don't even have to trick. You literally have to offer them nothing. You're like, no, nah, just we together. <laughs> let's let's just do this. It's a mutual exchange. You're a trick. 
whoop that trick. <laughs> and I ain't even active on it. It literally just does it by itself. So it is what it is. Somebody said, what year's my Porsche? Uh, it is a 2020. 2020. I'll be ignoring like 85% of them. 85. I ignore 85% of them. I'll be like, eh, nope, nope, nope. They be having tattoos all on their chest, swords. They be looking like Brock Lesnar coming in with sword tattoos. Like, what the hell? Like, peace leave. When you start getting leverage and you start looking at it, all right, it's a grain of rice to you. Um, peace leave becomes less and less valuable the more abundance you can have of it. It becomes less and less of a thing. Like, for me, I'm looking at it like, all right, if I stayed in shape and stayed in the income range of 80 to 200K, I'll have an abundance of peace leave forever. <laughs> for the next 20 years. All I got to do is literally stay in shape and don't be. Guys, all you have to do is literally stay in shape and make decent money, not like $400,000 a year. And then what you're going to do is you're going to hit some peace leave, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, have some random, and then it's all going to be gone. Then you're going to be like, well, what am I, what is life? What is life? This is why rich guys, rich guys do this on the regular. They look at peace leave. They're like, whatever. They can bang hoes. They go over here on a business trip, hire some girl, bang her out, meet some girl at the bar. Bang. Older guys do it. They're like, eh. Get it out your system. Somebody says you have a Porsche so you can get all the peace leave. Um, I would say no, but it's a tool. It definitely helps. But many times they don't even see the Porsche. Like I, any people that I close now, they don't even see the Porsche. They see it after the fact. They see it after the fact. They go, oh. Somebody said there was a there's an ironboard girl coming over, you know, this week. She basically didn't know I, she was interested. And then she found out I had a Porsche. And then she got it was like, oh, you got a Porsche. But it does help like it does help. Like, I guess if you think like. If you pull up on on the side of the road, like I always tell you, like if you if there's a girl next to the to the car. If you don't have a Porsche and you look over at her. She ain't going to look at you. She's just going to stare straight like this. But sometimes they'll look over at you and they'll give you a little eye contact and interact with you. But yeah, some girls are put off by it too, right? Because they're put off by it. They're like, oh, he's one of those. But it does give you leverage. You do can, you can start conversations with it. There's no cold approach then. You can, it's a conversation starter. But you know who loves my Porsche more than anybody? White men. <laughs> <laughs> like pause. Mm. White dudes love my car more than anything. Anything. Old white men, white white men over fifty, they be looking at me. This I'm I'm in Costa Mesa. I'm in Costa Mesa. Anytime I drive by an old white man, they're like, "Oh my god!" So I'm in Costa Mesa. I'm driving. I'm going this way, and traffic stop. The guy looks at me. White dudes always be like, <laughs> and so this dude. He, 
he like he rolls down his window. I rolled down my window. I was like, what's up? He's like this. He's like, man, I envy you. Man, I envy you. So you know what he was really thinking? How does Negro get a Porsche before mm. me? That's what he was thinking. He was like, man, this ninja. You know, in his mind, he was going this ninja. But they always look at the, the white guys. Really, they look at the car. They're like, wow, this is amazing. This is my dream car. <laughs> yep, they was like, what song did you put out? Who you? What is going on? Are you a are you a sugar? You have a sugar mama? How did you get that car? They're really the only ones that visibly. Oh, or brothers that have nice cars. So I have driven by guys like today. This guy had this Tesla. He called it on bags. He could do it on hydraulics or whatever. And he had um he like br black guys with nice cars. They'll pull up next to me and be like, "Yeah, man. Oh, you know, brothers, we can make it." You know, it's like a moment. It's like that black moment. Oh, brother. Oh, man, brothers, you made it in the world. Like, it's one of those moments. That's happened quite a few times, too, where uh, black guys in nice cars will be like, hey, good. Oh, man, I'm glad to see a black man driving a Porsche. But so white dudes and then black dudes and then women, it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. They're really not going to give you that validation right up front. They'll act like they don't even see the car. You know what I mean? They'll act like they don't even know. Oh, the next thing is teenage guys. Teenage guys are the next one. They see the car, they be like, wow. But teenage girls, they'd be like, what the hell is that? What is that, a spaceship? <laughs> they don't even know the importance of it. Oh, then the next group after that. So, unfortunately, it's men. So, old white men, black dudes with nice cars, teenage boys, and then old wh white women. Old white women, like 45 and up. Like old apex predators. Old retired-ass peace-leave women. Those are the ne that's the next group because then they know they like who is that they're like that guy got some money <laughs> but yeah that car and then the truck is the next thing that gets the most attention the truck the big truck and so white women young white women love my truck so then because you know the sisters don't like my truck because it's on it's lifted and it's on big wheels. So what will happen is them young white women pull up in a Jeep going down to the beach and they see my truck. They pull up to the light and they look in. They expected to see a white dude. Because <laughs> it's lifted in its own big tires and it's got like the out outlaw, out road, off road stickers on the back. They expected to see a white dude in the truck. So they pull up in a Jeep and they be like, and they be like, oh, damn, it's a black dude. They don't know what to do. They like, oh. What we do now? <laughs> I like caught your ass, Becky. Caught you looking at my truck. Hey, Becky, what's your name? She be like, damn, my dad gonna kill me. <laughs> so I said, don't bring that truck down south. If I brought that, if I moved to Texas with that truck, I will put the Porsche in the garage. I would drive that truck everywhere. I'll be in Midland, Texas, going crazy going crazy down in the south in that truck i didn't realize how white people love trucks white people love trucks man if y'all didn't know they love trucks i didn't realize it man i was like trucks <laughs> you mean a truck like what the hell it's a truck like to me i never i was like what the hell am i do with a truck
Shout out to the truckers, man. They be loving trucks. What the hell's a truck? I'm trying to get a truck to lower it. They're like, what the hell? Why would you lower a truck? Put that truck on big wheels. They be like, yeehaw. <laughs> Shout out to you. Yeah, man. Them trucks, man. He says, talk. He coach talking that talk. Pay attention. So anyway, man, we trying to teach them out here. Yeah, Tundras. But you got to get a Ford or a Chevy. They love Ford. Chevy. Toyota Tundras are cool. I wanted a Tundra originally. I wanted a Tundra. Then I ended up getting a Ford. Somebody says, cop, stop pulling me over once I got the. Yeah, I think I got pulled over once. And all the cars I got pulled over, I got pulled over. One, I don't get pulled over that much at all. Um, I think I got pulled over in my truck. I don't think I got pulled in the Beamer or the Porsche. Anyway, we just chilling around here. Do we have super chats? No, man, we chilling. Thanks, man, for the sponsors of the show today, man. Y'all let the y'all kept the show going. Uh, Canadians love truckers too, or Canadians love the big, big, big trucks. The big trucks. Jeeps are a more a West Coast thing that I would think, or they like the Jeeps too somewhere. Jeeps are more a West Coast thing, I think. I think. Beamer, not Beamer. Thank you, brothers, man. I'm just trying to read what's going on here. Yeah, I got that big S-150. I think that's the that car right there. Before I had the Porsche, that was the one everybody liked, the big F-150. It's cool, man. And it, it does great on the road. Uh, gas mileage, though. My gas mileage is fine because I got a, um, I put in the um, ethanol. Like I have that, that tank, the flex fuel tank. So it's my, I, my fill-ups aren't that expensive. So I put that flex fuel ethanol corn in there, that corn. Jeeps are big in Florida too. Yes, Florida, Florida for sure is a Jeep area too. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to the Nissan Ultima gang in the building. And shout out to the nasty boys. I'm going to watch y'all's asses on Tinder. All right. Shout out to Ander, Andrew Hope, Hopewell, $5. He says, always looking forward to the stream. Shout out to himself here. Did the flex play for itself? I would say yes, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because when you get some, when, when you're in there and then a 19-year-old gets in your car, oh, this is fantastic. You know what I mean? Wetting up the seat. <laughs> I know the people are like, how dare you, coach? How dare you, dirty old man? You dirty old man, 19 coach. Yes. 2021 easy layups. They get in the Porsche for the first time. Moisting, moisting, purring, purring like you're kidding, purring. Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.